listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. It's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 16th of February 2024. Later on on Market Day, we'll speak with Jessica Amir from Moomoo about the day's market action. But first to Taylor Swift, who starts her Australian tour in Melbourne tonight. One economist that we spoke to said the era's tour could inject $405 million into the Australian economy. So could this spending spree contribute to a rise in consumer prices? There was another tour from a global superstar of the same calibre last year, and that's Beyonce, which did indeed have an impact on inflation in Sweden. Back in May, the nation recorded a higher-than-expected inflation reading of 9.7%. For more, Raina Bosch spoke with RMIT Professor of Economics, Angel Zong. Angel, it's no secret uh, the big news at the moment is that Taylor Swift is coming to town and thousands of people uh, seem to be spending big to go and see her. They'll also be spending in the economy. What is the broader effect of this on the economy and how much is this tour expected to give back to Australia? The ERS tour will be an incredible boost to the local economy. Um, my estimate is that it will uh, at least inject a remarkable $405 million into the Australian economy. It will stimulate spending in various sectors such as flights, accommodation, dining, transportation and merchandise driven by the passionate Swifties. Now, ticket prices are obviously a big topic. You mentioned some other things there that are obviously going to be a little bit more expensive as a byproduct of this. But in terms of ticket prices, they've come at a time where people are really struggling to afford other things. What does this kind of tell you about how Australians are spending at the moment? Um, so I said at the spending spree, um, there are concerns that it may have an uptick effect in inflation, but I don't that I don't think that is a concern um, for the longer term. I think the inflationary impact is confined to the immediate areas and sectors, so it won't have a sustained um, inflationary effect. Now, we did see something similar when Beyonce travelled overseas last year for her world tour uh, in Europe in particular. I know Sweden was saying that there was about a 9, 9.5% increase in their prices. How dramatic do you expect that impact to be here, even if it is only temporary? Um, so these two scenarios are slightly different. For example, going back to the um, Beyonce concert in Sweden, um, as you know, Sweden is in Europe, which means it will be easier for um, fans from all around Europe to travel to Sweden. Um, but um, given the geographical location in Australia, I would say that um, the impact from international tourism will be minimal because most likely we will be attracting fans from New Zealand, um, which is why um, compared to the Beyonce's um, concert in Sweden, um, I don't think um, there will be a um, sustained and long-term impact on inflation here in Australia. That's Angel Zong there from RMIT. Now, Market Day on the SBS On The Money podcast. To the Australian share market now, which did have a good day, the S&P ASX 200 up 0.7%, 7,658. For more, I spoke with Jessica Amir from Moomoo. So, Ricardo, yeah, the Aussie market had a good Friday and overall week. So we're just almost um, about a quarter of a percent away from all-time high records that we hit last week. But there's a couple of reasons for that. Um, it's because futures traders are now betting that the RBA has stopped rising interest rates this year because Aussie employment um, is probably going to rise more 
uh, than expected or Aussie unemployment. As for the big movers today, Ricardo, lithium miners are doing really well. Sayona Mining, Core Lithium, their shares rising 40 to 20% respectively, and they're leaving other lithium names higher. The reason for this, Ricardo, is because the global lithium leader who's listed in the US called Albemarle, uh, they, they actually said, look, um, lithium supply, it's probably going to meet demand this year. That'll keep prices where they are, but it's probably not going to stay that way. In fact, um, global lithium demand is probably going to start to rise in the order of two and a half times by the end of the decade. So that got bottom feeders pretty excited. Naturally, as investors do, they're essentially buying the dip, and that's why we saw lithium companies uh, charge today. Some lithium stocks jumping off uh, three-year lows. We continue to get some mixed economic data from around the world. Overnight, retail sales in the US weaker than expected. The UK has fallen into a recession, so has Japan. How does Australia's economy stack up? I mean, there's no real possibility of Australia entering a recession here, right, for example. But what does it mean for the discussion about global interest rates? Yeah, you're right, uh, Ricardo. So the probability of an R word or a recession in Australia is pretty slim. So if we look at what estimates are saying, GDP in Australia will probably fall to about 1.4% this year. And if we think about where it will probably end last year at 1.9%, you know, we're still we're still clicking along. Uh, but the good news is inflation is coming down globally and here in Australia too. So that's good because that means that bets can stay where they are, that central banks will keep rates where they are. Um, so essentially bets are on that most central banks around the world are done with rate hikes, and that's supportive of financial markets. Um, reporting season kicks on today. Which one's caught your attention and why? Well, probably uh, I think the most interesting one for me was Ingham's because we saw its shares drop like a stone. Uh, this is despite the company basically saying that they made a profit jump of about 270% year on year, which is extraordinary. So now their profits hit over $63 million. Uh, but what uh, was, I guess, I get a little bit concerning for some was that they're actually guiding for a murky year ahead. They're basically saying that consumers' consumption patterns might change uh, because of you know higher living expend- uh, expenditures. So that's why their shares feel like a stone. But I think I just would uh, urge that um, I don't think their shares will stay this low because you've got to remember the biggest cost for Ingham's is the wheat price. And we do know that the wheat price is still trading at all-time record lows, which is just extraordinary. So it means the chicken business is paying out less cost, but they're basically guiding, um, I guess, for sales to not be as shiny as they were this year. I think we're close to around halfway through reporting season here in Australia. What do you make of it so far? Well, it's been really interesting, but I think those investors who've been observational and kind of lent into trends and really paid attention to what's happening here um, in terms of economics and globally, as well as what's happening to our climate, they've been rewarded. And what I mean by that is, let's say, let's think about electricity prices. We know electricity prices are at records um, and our power bills are probably going to stay elevated. And so this explains why we've seen really good results from Origin Energy and AGL. In fact, these companies are also guiding for stronger profits ahead. And so that's um, that's one big thing to take away. Another example, uh, Ricardo, of being observational is uh, we do know uh, for those wine lovers, they might know that um, that our crops have been hit by what's called 
a downy mildew. And it's something that uh, affects Aussie crops about every nine to 10 years. Um, and it basically means that um, we can harvest less grapes. So the wine outlook um, is looking pretty grim. So potentially we could see production of wine fall to a 60-year low. Um, so that's the talk of the town. And so as such, Treasury Wine Estates, they reported this week, and their shares popped after they are guided for a stronger-than-expected outlook because you can probably be uh, expecting higher prices for your wine that you buy at night, but for Treasury Wines, that means they'll probably see high profits ahead. Finally, quickly, where do you see opportunities for investors at the moment? Well, there's lots of opportunity. Um, the first uh, thing is that 2024 is probably going to be a really good year for Aussie stocks and US stocks. Uh, second of all, I really lean into the fact that we're seeing the big end of town, the billion, trillion dollar businesses, they're investing billions of dollars into AI and chips. And we're probably going to see that theme continue. Uh, keep your eye on NVIDIA. They're reporting next week. And just lastly, gold companies we know in Australia, uh, they're undervalued. They're trading at um, heavy discounts. And we do know that gold traditionally pops and rallies and rallies to new highs when the Federal Reserve cuts interest rates. So keep your eye on gold. Jessica Amir there from Mumu. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Thank you.